Hey, you guys. Welcome back to another Tuesday episode of The Unfiltered. Guess who's back? Nick is back. Yes, and we actually did something fun literally right before we got to the pod. We and did. Yeah. Do you want to show them? Yes. I don't know if y'all can see, but I just got my first piercing. I've never gotten a piercing ever before in my life, and we did it. Yeah, and we have a special audience in the background is <laughs> JP. Yeah, Mr. JP came to <laughs> That's so watch funny. His, um, but today we have a special topic, relevant. Very relevant. And it's about friendships. And I thought that was a really fun um, topic. Not JP. <laughs> JP in the background. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, I feel like friendship is such or has been such a hot topic for me, I feel like, throughout my whole entire life. And, yeah, so what's been going on? Um, I mean, in terms of, like, what's going on, I feel like so many things have changed. Friendships mm-hmm. have changed. You know, friendships come and go. And right. so I feel like I'm in this space right now where I'm trying to, like, navigate exactly, like, who my circle is, who I want to keep close, who I don't want to keep close. But also at the same time, there have been so many different friend groups that I've been a part of. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that they're going to be people that are going to be there long term or that are here to stay. No, I agree. I feel like for me, it all started with high school. And I think my issue then was putting too much trust in people and friendships. And granted, there are some people out there that you consider friends that really are ride or dies but that's actually very very few and growing up now i feel like also it's just harder to make genuine friends and i think i've just like really grown to accept it i feel like right now is like your time of like evolution with friendships and the meaning of friendships and who your close friends are and and it's okay not everyone's gonna be your close friend that's so true that's so true and i think that you know they always say that the people that you went to school with are going to be like your lifelong friends and that's true to some degree but i think for me personally when i got to college i mean with an exception to you Um, When I got to college, that's where I really found, like, my true, true friends. Mm -hmm. Some of them. And, yeah, I don't know. Those people are just, like, the ones that know you. You know, there's it's a difference between having those childhood friends, right, that you grew up with and you do stuff, but then, like, you drift apart, whether it's you go to college or you move out of state. But then when you get to college, you really do meet those lifelong friends because they see you at your lowest. They see you when you're broke. They see you when you're struggling, when you want to give up in school. Um, They live with you, maybe. And I think those are, like, the true, true friends because they Mm -hmm. really do – care about you but they're also in the shit with you right so like Mm -hmm. i don't know i just feel like a lot of my friends from college i'm so close with and still talk to to this day um and i love them yeah i feel like you ever hear if you're friends with someone for over seven years or around that mark they're your lifelong friends no i've never heard that yeah there's a saying have you heard of it jp yeah you have So it's like, it's a saying, but I don't think that's really necessarily true. I mean, I have friends that I've known since I was like four 
and we're pretty much acquaintances right now. We'll keep in touch like once or twice a year and whatnot. I feel like I've just gotten to a point. I feel like JP can relate to this. Like, it's just like you can't trust no one and you can't Mm -hmm. depend on no one. And I feel like everyone is going to fail you at some point and you just have to pick and choose who you're okay with failing you sometimes, you know, because we're all people and we're just not going to meet everyone's expectations. No one's going to meet mine. No one's going to meet yours and we're not going to meet theirs. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's kind of a sad reality, but it just is what it is. It is what it is. And, you know, you can't live your life trying to constantly impress people or please people or friends. Like, a lot of times, you will grow apart from friends. And I think that looking at my friend group, I have some of the best relationships with the people that I don't even speak to on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. You know, those friendships where maybe we don't talk for two or three months, but like anytime we link up, it's always a time. It's always a great time. We always have fun. We're doing something. And then we can go right back to not talking. But I know that they're good. They know that I'm good. And they know I have them. And I know that they have me. And so I think that some of those friendships are the best. Because, you know, you really... Like, it's not like you have to constantly be in someone's face or or all that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know. I I feel like I value those friendships so much. I feel like you do value having fun with your friends. Those friends who bring out your inner child... And you kind of have to keep an eye out for that. But it's also really good to have friends that aren't just for fun. Because, like, you just learn to compartmentalize friends. (coughs) Excuse me. (laughs) You're good. And it's, like, friends who you just have fun with and friends who you, like, want to keep around to build success on. Or friends, you know what I mean? There's just, like, different types of friends and then there's friends that you could do everything with. Yes, heavy on that. Like different friend groups for different things, if that makes sense. For example, like I have that certain group of friends where I could go out and we can party, get drunk as fuck, stay out till 5 a.m. But then, you know, they probably aren't the people that I could hit up for advice mm-hmm. or, you know, I don't know, like. I don't know. Like, Anything you like know, more serious. Yeah, more beyond. serious. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so I think I have so many different friend groups and I do have those different buckets that I can choose from depending on whatever I'm going through. But, um, yeah. Yeah, you have those different types of groups. For me, on the other hand, I feel like I just have a few people Mm -hmm. but those few people i have fun with i build success with i you know get down to the nitty-gritty stuff with um i think a funny story that we could share with people is us yeah like we had a fall off or fall out or whatever you call it for a couple of years and i don't know i would love to hear your perspective on what happened because we've moved beyond past it so we've been friends since what? It's funny because we really hated each other at one point. We talked about that in the first pod we did. And we became friends through mutual love for food <laughs> in yes. sophomore English class. And then we've been friends since. And then it was maybe like 2019 or 2020 that we had a fallout. Mm-hmm. 2020. No, 2019. Yeah, definitely. Because throughout COVID, we didn't talk to right. each other at all. And 
we were hanging out with the same group of people. Um, yeah, what was your perspective when that all happened? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I definitely was sad that we stopped talking, obviously. Mm -hmm. But, <clears throat> you know, upon reflection, I think maybe it was the best thing for us because we were able to come back later years later and you know i think be even stronger and like even better of friends one because we already knew each other but two i think we just needed that space and i think that in our case you know we spent so much time we together did. growing up like hanging out every single day like you, you would come and pick me up and we'd like go eat or just like do whatever be running around in the city smoking yeah. like it doesn't even like matter like all, we did all of that yeah but i also think like after i reflected during the time that we spent apart that I realized I think we spent so much time together that we didn't really make time for like the other things in our life that we really wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So, for example, like when in 2019, when we stopped being friends, like that was the year that I moved out to the city. That mm -hmm. was the year, you know, I had my own place and, and all of that stuff. And so <clears throat> I think that as much as it hurt, I think it's something that we needed in order mm -hmm. for us to both grow and move forward. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you also bought a house. You did so many other things, and mm -hmm. I'm so happy that you got to do that. And sometimes I wonder, I'm like, wow, maybe if we were still hanging out and still, you know, as close as we were, like, would we have grown where we are now? Well, I think the reason why during that time period it was when, you know, I had just broken up with my ex. Yeah. And he, like, physically abused me and whatever. And I just think I was going through it subliminally mm -hmm. and didn't really realize and everything was just so sensitive around me. And so like I had, you know, kind of cut that off with you and then I cut it off with a bunch of other friends and I just put my head down and started grinding mm -hmm. during that time. And I don't think, I think I'm thankful that that happened even though that was a sh really shitty situation. Yeah. Because I don't know if I would have put my head down and started grinding because we were just having so much fun all the time. Yeah. And not that that was bad. You know, we really did whatever <clears> we <throat> wanted. And, you know, we were just living. We were so young. So Even young. Even though that was just four years ago. Yeah. I feel like, oh, my God, those vlogging stages, you pulled that shit up. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, cringing. I just cannot. Yeah. But yeah. That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and I, and I miss it. But the growth is real. Yeah. The growth is real, and I think that where we are speaks volumes, you know, like where we were back then and the things that we did compared to where we are, like, now, it's, like, night and day, you know? We're so much more mature. Um, we're in, like, relationships, you know? We're just in a place where I think that we don't have time for the bullshit. We don't have time for other people's bullshit. And... <clears throat> I think I'm at the place where I'm like, okay, I know exactly who my friends are and who is going to be there for me. And so, obviously, you know, you're one of those people. And, yeah, I appreciate I you. I think every – thanks. I appreciate you, too. Mm -hmm. I think everything happens for a reason. Um, like, what you had just gone through happens for a reason. I don't know if you really want to elaborate on what happened mm -hmm. and why – what set that – you know tumble snowball whatever you want to call it yeah yeah <laughs> i you know i don't want to get too 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 deep into it but i will say that it's the unfiltered it is the unfiltered 
<laughs> you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I think for me, right, like I have had friends that I've lived with, I've known for years, and I think right now I'm in that space where it feels like we don't even talk anymore. Well, I'm sorry, we don't talk anymore. Mm-hmm. And as much as it's like, you know, I wish that we were still on the same terms, like the phone works both ways. You know what I mean? And I think with friendships like that, like you always know when something starts to fall off, right? When like you can you can feel the pullback. You can feel when someone maybe isn't all the way into it or you're giving your all in a, in a friendship or relationship, but like you're not really getting anything back. And I think that in my recent friendships, um, that's kind of what happened and it's nothing in regards to like a fallout or anything like that but i think it's just more so that the pulling back part right like you know they're doing their own thing i'm doing my own thing but also at the same time it's like i thought that we were closer than that Mm -hmm. and then if it isn't like anything that's deeper like why haven't we had a conversation about it type shit have you had or have you tried to have that conversation you know i haven't i haven't because I think for me, I'm the type of person where if I keep reaching out and I keep doing something and I keep trying to make an effort, but I'm not getting anything in return, I'm going to just cut your ass off, period. Do you think that's like an ego thing? No, not at no. all. It's not an ego thing. Like, what I mean by that is you not having that conversation. Do you think that that's an ego thing? I don't think it's an ego thing because I mean I don't see how it would be you know if I really wanted to sure I could have go and have a conversation right but why not because I think that what I've done in the past like I mentioned like in terms of reaching out constantly like I mean what do I need to do you know what I mean like I've constantly reached out to people I have invited it some invited them to things and whatnot and it's no response or it's just no acknowledgement and so it's like i'm not gonna keep beating a dead horse Mm -hmm. for nothing i feel like for me what i'm trying to say is like reaching out and asking someone to hang out is one thing but telling them how you feel is more of like appealing the onion Mm -hmm. and getting deep into it and giving them a chance to be like oh shit like i didn't mean to make you feel this way because sometimes people don't really know what they're doing Like, yeah, that's slightly ignorant. Like, we're at an age where you should know Mm -hmm. the repercussions of your actions or, like, what you're doing, lack thereof. And so I I think it's kind of an ego thing because you don't want to get to the peeling of the onion Mm -hmm. and show your true selves. Like, if I were doing something that were genuinely bothering you, you know, I'm not saying every time something little happens, you don't have to get down to business and tell them how you feel all the time because friends aren't meant to be, you know, having troubled feelings all the time like that. But, like, if it's something that's bothering you enough, why don't you, you know? Like, I feel like that... I feel like that's also a guy and girl thing. Like, But I think the that's difference. the point, though. Like, I guess, like, you say it's an ego thing, but, like, it really, I guess, doesn't bother the, me that much because if it did, I would have already had that conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm at a point in my life where I'm just like, okay, it is what it is, right? Like, I'm just going to keep it pushing. I have to focus on me, right? So it's like, if you really 
like I keep saying this, the phone works both ways, right? Mm -hmm. I could reach out, but you also can reach out because you both, you also know that that distance, you know, we haven't talked, you know, you haven't hit me up and you know, I haven't hit you up. So, you know, if that's how we're going to play it, then I mean, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. And that's just how I feel about it. You know, that's fair. Because like, I remember like there will be sometimes something going on with us and you would say if, you know, something was wrong. So yeah, I guess that's, that's fair. But I also think that break like boils down to a level where it's like I not to say I haven't known these friends for a long time because mm-hmm. I have, but I also have known you longer. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've gone through so much. And so I just have a different level of respect for you. And so I feel like I can come and address whatever I need to address right then and there. That's and right. we can clear it up pretty quickly. And if we can't, then like that's another conversation. But you know, I know that three months aren't going to pass and you're not going to text me or right. whatever the case is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, that is true. We really have been through some shit. We have. We have been we through have. a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's, yeah, it's kind of sad. I feel like society these days is just like, what's in it for me all mm-hmm. the time and yeah. yeah, but also I want to go back to, you know, what you said about, like, like not reaching out. Or, I'm sorry, not reaching out. But the whole ego thing and, like, you know, me not wanting to have that conversation. I think also something that I've noticed is friends, when they get into relationships mm-hmm. and how those relationships change the person, right? Yeah. Like, you're in a relationship yourself. Mm-hmm. But that has never once, like, affected the friendship that we have. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's so many people out there who get into relationships and they start moving different. They start acting different. They don't have time for you, which let me say this. There's a difference between, you know, being in a relationship. You can still make time for your friends, right? You can still make time to hang out. And mm-hmm. you, I mean, are an example of that, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that's been hard with some of my friendships. You know, these people get into relationships and, of course, be about your person. I'm also in a relationship. But Mm -hmm. it's like when you have to, like, feel like you need to cut people off just for that one person, especially people that have been there for you, I do have an issue with that because I think that's weird. It's like, like, why? Like, sure, if we're just growing apart, that's fine. But, like, there's more to it than that. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think I think that's very valid and I mean to each their own. I feel like some people just can live with just having themselves and their partners mm-hmm. for the rest of their lives. I think it's more about balance and just keeping in touch with who you are and who like what makes you happy just like it kind of reminds me of mine and stars conversation how she has a baby boy and can still juggle hanging out with friends and working and going to school and you know so i i it reminds me a lot of that conversation yeah it definitely is about balance um and some people just don't know how to find that balance Mm -hmm. and I think to some degree it hurts a little bit because it's like, wow, like I've known you for all this time. We've like done all this stuff together. Like I thought that you were like so close and like such a great best friend, you know, but then all of a sudden you get into a relationship and it's like you don't have 
time, you know, for me, if you will. And it's like, I get that you're in a relationship, but like, we're friends also, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I really don't like people that get so consumed in their relationship. Like, do you have your own fucking brain? Are you like, do you have like, like, can you make your own choices? Like, is it really like, do you really want to end the friendship because of your partner or are you actually growing out of it? You know what I mean? I mean, for me, like, I definitely hang out with my friends less than when I'm in a, uh, less than when I'm single. Right. You know, when I'm single, I really, I feel like we were seeing each other, like, every weekend. And now, like, I still, we still hang out. Mm -hmm. It's just less. And I don't know. For me, it's just, like, having boundaries, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, if, for me, like, I don't. Like, you like to go out and mm-hmm. drink and whatever mm-hmm. and stuff. And that's fine once in a while. And I'll do that with you once in a while. But I don't like that from my partner either. Mm-hmm. So it's like I wouldn't do it. Like, going to clubs or whatever. Like, that's a hell no for me unless I'm there. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just really more – it's not – I mean, I guess some people will say it's like an insecure thing, a trust issue thing. But – it's not really for me. Yeah. Okay. I don't see it as Yeah, a, like, I don't know. Like, some people will be like, oh, <clears throat> you you have trust issues and you won't let your partner go out to a bar or, like, a club. But it's like, I don't see the point of going to a club. Mm-hmm. I really don't, unless you're single and, like, whatever, you want attention and blah, 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 like, for me. And that's so, your opinion. Yeah. I think that... Like, for me, I like to go out. I like to, like, have fun and, like, go out every once in a while. That doesn't mean I'm doing it every single weekend. Was there a point in time where I was? Hell yes. And Summer Nick is a different Nick. Ah. But anyway, I mean, on a reg- on the regular, though, like, I really am not going out to, like, clubs like that. And, I mean, some people may see it as an insecurity, but... Honestly, I just like to have fun. I'm like, I'm not even on that. And especially when it comes to like my partner and who I'm dating, like at the end of the day, like they should know that I'm there for them and that like I don't have a wandering eye. And if like they can't trust that, then like, you know. And let me just clarify, like when I said attention, like I meant when you're single, you want to dress up and like whatever. And like, I think it's fine if you go with your partner to dance. If you truly like some people just really love music and dancing, you Mm -hmm. know. So I just want to clarify that. Let me just also clarify, like, when I go out, like, JP, like, there's never a time where, like, I'm just going out to, like, a bar or, I'm sorry, I'll go to a bar, but, like, a club. There's not a time where I'm just going to a club, like, by myself. Like, that's, like, asking for trouble or asking for something to happen. And I do think that is, like, a little weird and disrespectful. Like, I would never do that. So anytime I'm going out, it's with a group of friends or, like, something like that, you know, where we're all together and we're just having a jolly old good time. Mm -hmm. It's not, like, a a one-off. Because I feel like that's shady. Is it not? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, coming from being cheated on Mm -hmm. multiple times, I feel like, yes, it's not fair for the next partner to deal with those kinds of traumas, but it's also part of the package. It's like asking someone to drop their traumas at the door and just come in. Like, that's so hard, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but that's definitely something I had to learn throughout the years. <coughs> Excuse me. And, um, yeah, same with, like, the whole abuse thing. Yeah. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. 
Um, for me with friendships, I feel like I was such a per the type of person to cut people off so easily. Like, for example, in high school, I remember I had girlfriends and I would like be there for them and give them my all and whatever, like so invested to the point where it would affect me emotionally. And then I would just like cut them off if they just weren't changing. Mm -hmm. And we were so young and like growing up, like I still kind of have that trait of like cutting people off. But now I am just more choosing wisely, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Like I don't just cut people off after like the first fucked up thing that they do anymore. Right. And like, for example, she cut me off because she misheard something that I had said. And even after explaining and apologizing for coming off that way when that's not exactly what I meant. She just comes crawling back and apologizes to me and says, I'm so sorry for burning that bridge. Honestly, I don't want a friend in my circle who can't understand and forgive and understand that that was a mistake. And it was a miscommunication, actually, more than a mistake. And because I would have done the same thing, like if I had misunderstood what you were saying and you had explained yourself and said, look, this was a miscommunication, I would have been like, oh, clean slate, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. easily. Yeah. So it's just like, <coughs> it's just also characters. Like, it is. What would you consider a good friend? Like what's a character you look for in someone to consider them a good person, someone who you want close in your circle i think for me it's definitely someone that i can trust someone that has my back and someone that is loyal i think you know this but i'm like super super big on loyalty mm -hmm. just because i've had like friends in the past and i just felt like we had great relationships but they just weren't loyal in the sense of you know having my back in certain situations or being able to speak up for me you know and Versus me, I'm the type of person where, like, you're not going to talk shit about my friend. Like, you can do that to anybody else or behind my back, but, like, don't do it in front of my face. And I feel like I've had friends in the past who have heard things about me or, um, you know, seen things and just haven't really spoken up or defended me. And, like, that, I think, is one of the quickest ways to get cut off for me because it's like, why the fuck would you sit up there and let someone talk about me like a dog? when like you know damn well that if the roles were reversed that i would have your back and so like i i hate that shit and so <clears throat> i'm big on loyalty and the other two that i can't think of that i mentioned loyal what did i say loyalty, loyalty trust, trust and having your back having my back like a ride or die and it's hard to find ride or dies sure. nowadays for sure i feel like also as we get older i think the reason why it's harder to make friends is because when we're older, we've had so much happen to us in relationships, friendships, blah, say blah. Like if you think about it, when we were what really young, we didn't think about that. You know, no. it was like a fresh, clean slate, no traumas, no nothing. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> yeah, I think that's like really the reason why it's so hard to make friends and yeah, going back to, like, all that, I feel like everyone just kind of talks shit about everyone, you know? But at yes. the end of the day, you mean, like, have your back. And I agree with that. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, that that reminds me of how like word by mouth just can ruin someone's reputation so easily because we're so susceptible into like believing rumors and stuff like that and yeah that's also really sad that is really sad like yeah so like yeah that's actually another thing like i was reading this book i forget what it's called but it's kind of like religion based and they were saying that word by mouth like really ruins and kills reputation and that's something that i've been like keeping in mind lately just like trying not to talk shit too much like obviously there's gonna be times where someone makes my blood boil and i'm just gonna like cuss them out behind their back but yeah yeah there's definitely a difference between gossip and talking shit versus stating facts (laughs) (laughs) let's just say that there's let me let me let me repeat that again there's a difference between talking shit and gossiping versus stating facts would you like to clarify? <clears throat> yes. Like, you know, we all have that person that we can go to and we can vent that friend that we can vent and like let anything that we're going through off our chest. But I think that, you know, it's one thing to vent and, and state facts. But I think when you kind of drag it on and you keep like, mm-hmm. you know, talking about it, talking about it, talking about it. Sure, that could be a little bit of gossip. But most of the time when i'm venting i'm stating facts like i'm stating i'm telling you what happened so like i don't know for the other person they may consider it talking shit but like for me i consider it standing on business like i am saying what the fuck i have to say because this is what you did or whatever the case is you know Uh and so i've noticed that like whenever people are like oh you're talking shit but like it's my truth it's facts but that's the thing about like your truth and my truth perspective like different perspective is such a real thing yeah perspective is and everyone perceives things differently it's crazy like when you think about it it's wild it is it is like i mean you may perceive yeah because we could be looking at the same thing and see different things see different things and i think that's kind of dangerous sometimes and that's where, like, communication is really, really important. Yeah. yeah. Communication is everything. And I think, especially in friendships, there's been so many situations that I've had in the past with friends where, like, just simple under misunderstandings turn into huge fucking blowouts just because we weren't, like, proactive enough or maybe even mature enough to, like, mm-hmm. come together and be like, okay, wait, what did you mean to say? Or, like, how can we clear this up? And so... Um, I think that like having that open communication, that dialogue to be able to just like ask the question or ask a follow up question or, you know, get to the root of like what what the misunderstanding is. Mm -hmm. It would save so much drama and trouble down the long road. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Tangent. But what do you think about his nose piercing? Do you like it? Yeah. Come. Isn't it cute? Come speak. (laughs) Come. Just pass me the mic. Here. Y'all, JP got something to say about my nose piercing. He's going to eat me up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nicholas, I'm so glad you didn't get a tattoo, and it looks amazing. Thank you. I wanted a hoop. Hi, everybody. I missed you all, and I hope you <laughs> love my episode, and I'll be back again. They did, though. They did like your episode, and you will be back again. It's funny, because let me tell you some tea about that place that we went to for your piercing. 
never go there for a tattoo because they fucked up my little itty bitty heart. Like, do you see that blotch? Mm-hmm. And I'm like tatted oh. up. And I will never like I go to this place in Chicago, Chicago Inc. Shout out to you guys. Freaking love that place. And they have like 20 different artists for like different things and it's it's good like i go to this guy named checos chechos and he does realistic stuff it's funny because he's only a spanish speaker but i have fun with it because my boyfriend's spanish or hispanic or whatever and so yeah we'll just be sitting there watching spanish simpsons and i have no idea what's what it's saying yeah it's really funny i wish i spoke (laughs) spanish but yeah, so lesson of the day, like, really. Because, like, you hear that. Like, if you hang out with five people and four of them are millionaires and you're the fifth, then you're going to be the millionaire, you know? If you hang out with, like, four. $10. Yeah, like, oh. four. I don't want to say, like, losers, but, like, people without integrity, then you're going to be the fifth person without integrity. Mm. And I think, for me, when I look for a friend, I look at integrity, like, yeah. morals and if someone's like cheating, you know what I mean? I'm not going to be friends with you. Yeah. And I was just listening to this podcast. I think it was Diary of CEO or the Jay Shetty show. And they were talking to someone and they were like, yeah, if your group of friends is all divorced, you're more likely to be the next divorced. Mm. And I just sat there and I was like, wow. Interesting. That's kind of scary. Yeah, that's an interesting perspective. It's just very, it's like a domino effect. Yeah. And I think, like, when I think about some of the relationships that I've had, like, I've had a lot of success in my, you know, career and in my life and and all of that. But I also think at some point I realized, like, if no one's going to be, like, if the people around me aren't trying to better themselves, like, I need to surround myself with people that are also doing the same thing as me. You also need to be grinding and you also need to be working and, like, trying to, you know, better yourself. And I have had friends that... Um, have felt short on that, and that's okay. But you know, I, I'm at like I keep saying this. I'm at, I'm at so many different points in my life, but I'm also at this point where I really do want to be surrounded by people that are also like on their shit, that are also grinding, you know, that are also trying to get to the next level. Like that's just how I am, and like that's that's what I want around me, you know, like. Friends that when you have those type of friends, they're going to motivate you to be the best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. You can learn from those types of people, you know, versus, you know, motherfuckers who are employed for six months. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Or not even just on people that are unemployed, but like people that are unemployed. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I used to be like that. Very close minded and just want people who have. Are you saying I'm close minded? I'm not close-minded. That was simple-minded of you to say. Uh, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> simple-minded. I am not simple-minded. Ooh, hold on, wait, hold wait, on, hold on. Let me finish. Is Joanna getting knocked out on the podcast? What's that? <laughs> let me let me Just elaborate. Okay. Okay. So I used to be like tunnel vision and be like oh i just want friends who have success or doing better than me blah blah blah. it's hard to find those people thankfully i'm surrounded by that at my work where i spend the most time but it's like i can have a friend and they're making way less than me i don't care 
-hmm. as long as they have that integrity and and good values like i don't really care too much about the money um and i think it's that's where the whole importance of like compartmentalizing your friendships or whatever everyone has to have integrity in my opinion as long as you have integrity i don't really care if you're making shit let me clarify i'm not sitting up here saying that like if i have a friend that's unemployed that like i'm not going to be their friend because they're unemployed like Mm -hmm. that i don't want that to be a takeaway but you do look at them a little differently no i don't because i'm i mean i was just laid off i'm unemployed technically yeah but you've been laid off for what two days (laughs) yes two days but (laughs) what i'm gonna say is is that like i look at you differently when you're unemployed and i'm constantly like i'm that friend that's gonna try to better you i'm gonna i'm that friend that's gonna try to motivate you so if i'm doing all these things and i'm trying to help you and i keep trying to you know bring you up 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 with me and like you're not really following through on any of the stuff that i'm telling you or you're not even really trying to help yourself then at that point that's where i'm like okay you know i need to let this person do their like leave them where they are you know, let them do and figure out what they need to figure out. But also, like, I need to focus on me and I want to change who I'm around because I want to also be surrounded with like, with not like-minded people, but with people that, you know, are also trying to better themselves. Mm -hmm. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And there's been so many times and a lot of friendships that, you know, they may be down and out and I'm constantly sending them this and and sending them that and trying to help them. And like, they don't, you know, want to follow through on it. And maybe it's pride, right? You like, you don't want someone else to help you or you may feel some type of way and want to say you've got it on your own. Okay. I get it. That's fine. But it's like, you know, I'm here for you, but you know, if if you're not if you're truly truly not trying, then it's like. No, I mean that's fair. It's fair. It's like being friends with someone and you find out they're an alcoholic and you want to help them, but if they don't help your help themselves, then like how much more can you do without giving too much of yourself away and like losing your, you know, emotional stability, mental stability because it, it it's draining. Yeah, and and there's a lot of people that can like keep going and going and keep giving and giving and giving and giving and trying and trying and trying to help someone but like you know you can only do so much and so like my question actually for you is you know in friendships like that like at what point is it like a red flag like at what point do we cut it and we're like okay like it's time like i've done all i can do it's not even like there was a blowout or a fallout but like you've done all that you can do as a friend like you've tried you've put in the work you've put in the effort you love this person you know you care about them but like at what point is it a red flag and do we have to like move on and continue putting ourselves first the answer actually came to me so easily it's the lack of accountability Mm. if you're not first acknowledging what you're doing yeah (laughs) that's causing all this distress then i'm out because Mm -hmm. if you're acknowledging the issue and trying to work on it and like you know you can take five steps forward two steps back whatever that's totally fucking normal as long as you're making those steps and slow you know whatever progress i'm here for it you know but if you can't even acknowledge your doings and the distress it's causing everyone around you then like can't help you yeah, I agree. You hit it on the head. Accountability is a big piece of that, right? Like if you can't hold yourself accountable or, you know, like be able to like self-reflect and understand what you're doing, like, you know. And that goes hand in hand with 
like entitlement and victimization like i hate people who just victimize themselves have you victimized yourself in the past i mean i feel like everyone's victimized i'm not talking about everyone i'm talking about you me you like what in particular like have you i feel like i'm not really a person who does that Mm -hmm. but i'm sure I've done it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't think I'm this fucking saint who's never victimized themselves. But I always come out of it stronger. And I come out of it making the best out of the situation. Yeah. And that uh, that's honestly one of my favorite characteristics about myself like i don't really sit there for too long and be like wah wah like my life is so hard you know i'll i'll do that for a sec you know because mm-hmm. that's totally fucking normal but i'll be like all right let me snap back because i honestly don't like that feeling i don't, I don't like the feeling of just sitting there and being sad and whatever like got i'm gonna put my that. head down and start grinding yeah because you know, that's just what you can do. Yeah. You have to keep like going. Like you and and I understand it's really, really, really hard for some people. Mm-hmm. But like you have to try. You have to be creative. You know, you need to reinvent yourself. And I think I think that's the biggest thing. I yeah. can't I can't sulk in in some shit for like weeks or months, yeah. you know? I have to what's next? Yeah, yeah, we were just talking about that too. Like, we're always like, "What's next? What's next?" Because we don't like stagging for too long. We and the don't. second we feel like we're stagging, we're like, "Okay, like, yeah, this desperate search of what is next." Yeah, yeah, yeah. just just keeps us grounded. Yeah, grounded, moving. Because if you're not moving, then you're not moving at all. Mm-mm. We're just staying in the same place, but. Yeah, I I think that's one of my biggest fears. Like, I never just want to be stagnant, like, in a relationship, in a friendship, in in a career. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I don't, I don't want that. And that's just not me. Yeah. And that's another thing. I feel like it's so, this is kind of tangent, but it's like, with the whole integrity thing, like, finding people with integrity, I feel like with today's society, everyone's so afraid of what other people think, and you just kind of have to say, fuck it, and just mm-hmm. do it, because mm-hmm. we live this one life, like, who the fuck cares? Yeah. You can't please everyone, sure and can. that's another thing, I feel like that goes also hand in hand with people who have your back, and with integrity. I feel like the integrity is really the staple, the foundation, the whatever to what that person could potentially do for you and vice versa. Yeah. But in order to find that, you have to have that yourself. True, you do. Yeah. So anything else? Um I don't want to tell y'all a little story. <clears throat> there was this bitch named Oh, my God. I haven't heard that name in so long. Mm-hmm. What's going on with that? Spill the tea. Shit, that shit going on. I cut that hole off like years ago, back in old, not in 011. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, 11. Maybe 14, 15. I cut her off. This was a friend that I Wait, had. 14, 15, what? 25. I think it was 2015. Yeah. When we graduated? Mm-hmm. Oh. And she was younger than me. Then you and guys were talking when you were living with No. I think you're thinking of C. Oh, yeah. No, that is who I'm thinking about. Mm-mm, no, her name was. But this was like a friend or someone that I thought was a friend. And we were super, super 
like cool we would like do stuff hang out all that and i remember one time she was like hey i need 213 dollars to be exact like do you think i could like borrow it i'll pay you back the next day <clears throat> and so like i think what I can't remember if it was 15. I don't know. I think it was 2015. But anyway, I ended up giving her the money. I was like, sure, you need the money. Here's the 213. You said you're going to pay me back. And she ended up not paying me back at all. You know, she ended up kept telling me that she was going to send it this week or she was on her way to pick up her check and then I'll get it here and then I'll get it there and never got it. And this went on for like about a good two months. And I was like, hey, like, when am I going to get my money back? Like, also, I wasn't even employed at that time. I didn't right. have a job. And so, like, right out of high school. And <clears throat> I remember getting to a point where I was just like, okay, fuck it. Like, I'm never going to get that money back. Let me just consider it a loss. But what pisses me off, I think what pissed me off the most is, like, she didn't have any accountability. She wasn't able to be like, hey, like, I knew I fucked up. Even to this day, she still never said mm -hmm. anything about that. But loves watching my stories. They love watching. Um, it's like, you could have been like, hey, I'll pay you, like, $25 a week or, like, $50 a week or whatever. But she didn't even try to do that. She didn't even try to make an effort. Mm -hmm. I kept following up. I should never have to fuck keep following up uh with you about my money that i gave you that's a, my biggest pet peeve and it's like she just didn't have any accountability like you could have literally communicated to me what was going on but you failed to do that and so now i had to terminate her and the relationship <laughs> <laughs> and the Not friendship terminate her i had to terminate the friendship okay one thing i've learned for sure is never really mix money with relationships Relation no any I sort of relationship and i think that's where you and i have mutual understanding mm -hmm. like if i get you you always get me back yes yes and that's happened with me with mm -hmm. okay i paid for her ticket it was like 350 dollars and I was working at like Culver's at the time and her hedge fund boyfriend two years later pays me that back. But it's kind of like I had to keep reminding her also. And, you know, the last thing that really cut the straw, the last straw or whatever. That broke the camel's back. Yes. <laughs> was when I asked her to watch my dog and I had her and her boyfriend stay at my place to watch my dog. And I was like, hey, before I left out of town, I was like, hey, do you need anything? Like, let me go grab some things at the groceries. Like, let me know. She drank a tequila bottle that was gifted to me <gasps> without asking. Okay. And I think it's kind of like, that's definitely not normal. She, and I called her out for it. And she goes, oh, yeah, thanks for that, bitch. <coughs> and that was the last day I talked to her. I was like, you're entitled. <laughs> No etiquette, no, no. Yeah, it was, it was seriously so trashy. Okay, she kind of ate that though. I was I'm, like, I'm I was kidding. like, I literally was like, I'm done. I can never understand it. My own siblings who are super comfortable with me would never do that to me. They would at least ask me or tell me. I wouldn't just come home to find out that there's an empty bottle of tequila. And so, never mix friendships with monetary things. There's even a psychology book on it that I had read in college when i had went for like a semester and 
yeah like that also happened with me with this other person that i had worked with and he needed like a grand or something and mind you this was my whole entire savings and he was a full-on adult and he was like i'll pay you back i'll pay you back and he kind of was paying me back Mm -hmm. but he stopped Mm. one day and you were there i had said like some fucked up shit about his mom remember like i went really fucking low and you called me out for that and i never went back to that (laughs) steep low place but i was also really young okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't Mm -hmm. even think i was 21 at the time yeah and yeah that's just my dad also has always told me never do that like same thing with moving in with your friends like don't move in with your friends <coughs> especially if you value the friendship and yeah yeah uh, yeah that money thing is is i totally Ooh. feel that it could go either it could go any way you never know and i that's why i like to steer clear of that because it's like ooh. yeah unless it's like someone who's like even with family, it's kind of tricky. Like, we always say, like, oh, even, like, if it's this person, like, it'll be okay. But, no, like, the reality, though, is, like, it could just be a family member or it could just be your best friend, right? But, like, they could also switch up on you, right? And, like, they could not pay you back and you never get that money back. Mm-hmm. Like, you just never know. In your case, with like, yeah, she was fucked up for that. Like, even if I were to drink your bottle of tequila, like, I would be, like, scrambling or, like, buy a new a new bottle yes. so that you never even knew. Exactly. Like, or, like, offer to pay offer for to pay. a new bottle. Or, like, yeah. and it wasn't even her that drank it. It was her stupid boyfriend that drank it. And it's, like, as a man, like... You know I what honestly I mean? would have treated her for one, don't drink my shit, but also, this is my motherfucking house, so why are you bringing people into my house? No, I allowed that because she oh. was watching my dog for like a week, so I was grateful oh, for okay. it, you know? You I'm like, that. fine. And it's not like if she had asked me to drink the tequila, I would have said no. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, yeah, of course. It was just the considerate of asking, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not like I would say no. So it was just weird. It was just really weird. And there was no accountability on her side. It wasn't like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I should have asked you. If she had said that, I would have moved on. Yeah. And things would have been fine. But it's crazy how, like, a simple sorry or a simple, like, hey, that was wrong. I shouldn't have done that could, like, make a world of difference. But, like, people even lack that basic fucking ability to apologize or admit (coughs) when they did something wrong. And because of that, like, it could literally destroy a friendship. Throwing it back to that little car accident that I got into right when I bought my new car. Oh, yeah. And she, like, kissed my car. And I got out of the middle of the street, and I was just like... I'm pretty sure you hit my car. And she's like, no, no. And I'm like, bitch, I have you on camera. Why are you Why are you lying to my face? If she had said, sorry, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm running late. I'm going here or whatever. I would have been like, all right, fine. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But that day, like, she kept being like, no, you did this or you did that. And I pulled over. Thank God the cops were across the street, saw me get out of the car. And they were like, okay, pull over to the gas station. So we were out of the car and she's just like crying and i felt bad because i was like i didn't mean to like because you know my personality is kind of bold Mm -hmm. and so i might have intimidated her i don't know so i i apparently made her cry so i started being like oh my god i'm so sorry i didn't mean to make you cry i just like want to get this figured out like i don't know if i should ask you for a couple hundred dollars for this scratch or just move on but if you had said sorry sorry yeah i would have 
let you go. I would have been about my day. But she didn't. She called her fucking mom to get over. And her mom came in my face. Like, she came in front of my face and was like, my daughter. Because she was driving a Mercedes. She's like, this car has all the whistles and bells. Like, your car is probably old. No, honey. I just got it, like, three months ago. It's a 2023. (laughs) So. Period. I was like, okay, no. So then the cops, like, had to separate us. Because the mom kept coming at my face. And I, I literally called her no honey and she's like i'm not your honey i was like dude (laughs) fucking relax and so the cops had to separate us and they were like okay like she's offering two hundred dollars for you not to like go to court or whatever because they told her i have a dash cam and i have them on camera and i was like no make it 300 and (laughs) i'll be about my day so i got free 300 dollars. did i fix it no yeah it it's a nick like, you cannot see it at all. There's something about people who are... Okay, wait, okay. leaving a little bit. I'm going to say one thing. Um, there is something about people who know that they're wrong and then insist that they're right. And it's like, for what? Like, yeah. you're... Like, no. And I just feel like when people do that, like... I don't know. I'll let someone talk... And I know that they're wrong. But when you keep poking the bear, then I'm going to turn up and spaz on your ass. Yeah. And then you're going to be looking stupid. And that's just humans, though. Yeah. We can only handle so much. We can. But um, I wanted to say thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Of course. But before you go, don't forget to take out a question. Ah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Fuck Megan the Stallion. What do you mean? You're such a Nikki diehard. I mean, Team I'm Switzerland here. on that one. I don't give a shit what's going on between them two. Could care less. Okay, Cardi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Mm, I don't know what this is. Question of the day. Do we have control over technology or does it have control over us? Oh, interesting question. I, I would have to say that... I think before it felt like we had control over technology, but as times have changed, like I low-key think that it's changing, it's controlling us in a sense. Oh, like, for sure. Especially with AI nowadays, you can automate everything. Don't get me started on those sex dolls. <coughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I need one. Like, Just kidding. Oh God. No, I don't. Like, I have this handsome, sexy <laughs> Middle Eastern prince that... <laughs> Uh, I just love him so much. He's just so over it. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, JP. I I agree. I think that social media has so much control over us. And it's funny because I was literally just talking to someone about it the other day. And um, it's funny that we think we have a lot of control in our lives. We really don't. No. But, yeah. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast again. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Yes. All right. Bye, guys.